welcome everyone to a voyage through film. We uh we still have a name, isn't that exciting? Woo woo! That's, uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, we're gonna be taking on a uh quite a fantastic voyage, if I would say so myself. Cause uh we've got big plans. Yeah, this <laughs> this uh we arguably saved the best for last, I would say, in this 2010 banger of a Nick Cage movie. The reimagining of a sorcerer's apprentice. It's uh, nice. directed by John Turtletob, which that's an interesting <laughs> name, and uh, written by Lawrence Connor, Mike Rosenthal, and Matt Lopez. It, uh, of course, stars the one and only my boy Nicky Cage and uh, Jay Baruchel. Baruchel. I've always, I, I never really know how to say it. I wasn't sure how to pronounce it. Mm -hmm. I was interested to see how you were going to do it. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's one of those. Uh, the cl Oh, man. Alfred Molina? What? <laughs> how did they get to, how did, like, the casting in this is amazing. How did they get yeah. Alfred Molina and Nicolas Cage, two titans? I never thought I'd be so lucky to see them in the same movie, yeah. but, yeah. <laughs> Doc Ock. If you don't know Alfred Molina, yeah, Doc Ock, he's also the guy trying to buy all the cocaine at the end of boogie nights <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's right yeah i always forget about that and uh but there's also Teresa palmer not really familiar with her uh monica bellucci which whoo, that's my girl right there she's like and i think she was like in the second matrix and like a few other movies and uh, every time there's a girl cast, oh, that's my girl right there. That's my girl. There's always one. <laughs> there's always one, dude. That's my girl. Someone's gonna get that award every time. <laughs> they yeah, have to. fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what's it? Omar Benson Miller, which is pretty much that guy in all of these big movies like this. He's like yeah, he's he always like that. the nerdy friend. He's Jay's like no, oh, that guy. He, he kind of looks like uh like uh uh. What is it, Whitaker? Yeah, Forrest Whitaker's like son oh, yeah. or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, he's like in one. all the like uh, what is it, Transformer movies? I think he's in the first one okay. at least. Yeah. Is it still really... okay for a character to be comic relief just because they're fat? Did that end? This was two thousand ten. Yeah, no, that's that's in that's uh, happening right now in the new Spider-Man movies. That's yeah. fucked up, man. That's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought Jonah Hill put a stop to that. No yeah, he lost two hundred pounds. Yeah, and he was just like, "Um, I'm done being the funny fat guy." <laughs> yeah, now I'm just funny. Now I'm just funny. <laughs> and he then everyone's like, "No, you're not. You're not fat." It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, poor Jonah Hill. But uh, what can you do? <laughs> what can you do? But just a quick little breakdown, because I mean, <laughs> we'll get into it. It's uh about Balthasar Blake, which <laughs> great name already is an apprentice of the legendary magician Merlin must train his old teacher's successor, an introverted but resourceful physics prodigy, in the art of sorcery to prevent the return of Morgana Le Fay. Sounds enticing nice. already. Let's get into it. Nick Cage is <laughs> Balthazar. You yeah. know, that's going well. Balthazar yeah, Blake. Do you think he got to pick that name? <laughs> I think he did. <laughs> you mind if I'm Balthazar? Balthazar, uh, 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 Blake. <laughs> That's a good, yeah, I like that. Really falls up the end there. 
<laughs> Blake. Yeah, like Blake. Oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> All right. Well, are we gonna get into some of the reviews real quick? Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good way to do these. Just you know, get a feel for the movie without any real details. You want to nice. do yours first, or you want me yeah, to do I have a couple? Um. Yeah, I'll do one, and then someone else to do one. Someone on Rotten Tomatoes, unnamed, said, Great visuals and acting, boring plot, and uninteresting characters. What? <laughs> I mean, they watch it? Boring plot. Yeah. It's by the numbers. Uninteresting We were talking about like, the Marvel movie format. This is like the Disney movie format. Like, There's a hundred movies. Well, there. they had just bought Marvel when this movie came out. So, so they got yeah. the template. Yeah, uh, like they yeah. were... Yeah, they were... Yeah. It's they're shameless in their callbacks. <clears throat> it's a fun ride, but you pretty much know where it's all going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, uninteresting characters. Come on now, come on, unknown. Get out of here. <laughs> well, right, I got one from uh, Ruby Tuesdays. Says <laughs> this is from IMDb. He says, "Great movie." Oh, nice. See. Yeah. Oh wow. Well. Oh. See. <laughs> all right. What do you got, Daniel? I have one from a uh, Kevin Reinhardt on Google. It's uh, This is a highly underrated Disney fantasy film. It's so magical, funny, fr- family-friendly, action-packed, and somewhat romantic. He's, I don't really get why people don't like this movie. Nicolas Cage was perfect for The Sorcerer, and Jay, he was just perfect for The Apprentice. And he, yeah, Kevin loved this movie and still gave it three stars. That pretty oh, much, wow. yeah. That what, three pretty... out of ten or three out of five? <laughs> no, three out of five. Okay. Yeah, How so... did you talk about a five? God damn. <laughs> I couldn't stop coming the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that, I feel like that is Nick Cage's career. Like, you love you love him and you love what's going on, but you still you just like, it's still a shitty three. So I was like, all right, yeah. Kevin, you did it. You nailed it. I've got another one from Rotten Tomatoes from Matt H. Gave it three stars. Said, a pretty good first, mo- first movie in what could be a series. I want to either go back in time or fast forward. <laughs> That's all he says about it. <laughs> it doesn't even sound related. <laughs> I didn't know what he meant by that. I was wondering if you guys mean, like, he go back to go time back to watch time. it again. Before he saw it, yeah, that's I, yeah, that's what I assumed. But you just tags like a weird way to say it. I wish I could control time. Yeah, needless to say, <laughs> bottom line, I wish I could match it. <laughs> anyway, side note. Uh, that's all I got on reviews. Right, I got two more. Um, we got Long John seventy four, also from Rotten Tomatoes. I was pleasantly surprised. Me and my wife thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Nice. nice. Good review. Wow. Five stars there. Wow. Jeez, DJ usually has this bunch of bashing uh, I stage think, I think reviews. DJ yeah, I figured I'd keep it positive. I got one yeah, well, there. they're all picked at random, though. Anyways. Right, yeah, so this time we got, we got a selection here. It's pretty positive. <laughs> right. yeah, you have got... any more, Daniel? Right. Uh, no. Not like that. All right, finish it off. So, <clears throat> found this one. Uh, this was Ted from Stormfront, and he says, We must secure the existence of our people and a future for white children. Yikes. Thank you for your input, Ted. That's all right. He goes right up there with the guy that wishes he knew magic. Yeah. yeah fuck you, Ted. That was your review of this movie? 
Oh shit. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll edit that out. <laughs> nice. Alright, so get into the movie here. So we start off, we're in Britain, seven forty AD, and it's immediately just Merlin Exposition. Uh, he had three apprentices, Balthazar, which is Cage, Veronica, and then Horbath, which is Alfred Molina. And he should have trusted only two. <laughs> I love Morgana that. Morgana Le Fay is Merlin's enemy. Uh, Horvath betrays Merlin. Morgana wants to enslave mankind. Uh, Veronica takes Morgana's soul into her body. Uh, and then Morgana is like killing her from the inside or something. Cage traps him. And I, I, I wasn't sure exactly what it's called. I have, right now I have it written down as Brimhold. I think it might be oh, Grimhold. Yeah. yeah, Grimhold. I was a little confused by this. Scene, well, you got to put I... on them subtitles, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I tried it for a second. I was like, I don't care. Yeah, no, I was getting delirious with all the quick cuts and exposition in that scene. Yeah. That was pretty intense. But yeah, it seems basically like 30 seconds in. Yeah, yeah, all this. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. It's like at least, yeah, a minute or 30 seconds. Uh, but Cage, they they also just say that Cage captured a bunch of more souls, like with this thing, including Horvath, and then and then yeah, Merlin gives Cage his dragon ring, which will show him Merlin's successor. We get another then, beautiful Nick Cage montage. Yeah, this one was hilarious. Do you guys remember Jeb Bush? Jeb Bush in 2016 when he had that pocket full of turtle trinkets, and he would give them to kids, and they'd be like, "What the fuck am I gonna do with this?" That's basically Nick Cage with the whole montage, showing people his snake ring. Yeah, where was he? It's like some Sri like Lanka, Indian just, kid like, meditating. <laughs> yeah. You want to look like at Steven... my ring? <laughs> you want to? He looked like Steven Seagal. I was like, oh my god, he's entered full cheese already. Yeah. Fast start for him. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was. He was. The foot was on the gas pedal in this one. Yeah, so in the montage, Nick Cage doesn't find the successor, though, and, and now it's <laughs> New York City in the year 2000, and The Middle by Jimmy World is playing. Oh, man, that took me back. <laughs> uh, some kids going to school. Uh, he draws on the window of the bus. Uh, like King Kong and like times it out to make it look like he's attacking the building. At first, I just thought it was like planes shooting at the Empire State Building, like a terrorist. Yeah, he was like predicting 9/11. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when the plane shot at the uh, twin Empire State <laughs> Buildings. So they're on a field trip, um, and he writes a note to this girl Becky. Asking if she wants to be his friend or his girlfriend. She fills in one of the boxes and leaves the note for him, but the wind blows it away. Um, he's, like, chasing it around, and there's this paper, like, all over the streets. Like, <laughs> I don't know if New York City is just normally yeah, like that. New York, doggy. So, hold on. This movie, I didn't realize what I was getting into. <laughs> um, Nick Cage is pretty sure he's controlling that paper. Um, he's like a thousand years old, and he's decided to use his sorcerer powers to groom children. And this is how he gets them into his lair. I've got something to show you. <laughs> yeah. 
This movie starts out with a very unhealthy relationship in a layer of a fucking gift shop. <laughs> yeah, so he wanders into Nick Cage's lair. Um... By coincidence. <laughs> yeah. It's just a so coincidence. Cage says... Cage says, I want to show you something, Dave. And the kid says, how did you know my name is Dave? And Cage goes, because I can read minds. <laughs> that was the best. Yeah, it's some pretty good Nick Cage there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Freaking the shit Nick out of this kid. <laughs> so, yeah, then Cage shows him the ring, uh, the ring that comes to life and wraps around the kid's finger. Uh, Cage goes to get something behind some bricks. Uh, Dave starts tugging the air with the ring and like it breaks. It's like grabbing that doll. The... Yeah, and he's clearly smashing this wall and he keeps doing it. I'm like, dude, you're a fucking asshole. Like, you're, you're like ruining this guy's shop and he's still just like, ah, okay, I'll just fucking bust it out. Like, ah, come but on. Like, but it's the doll that like has everyone's soul is like what he's like Grim being hole. able to grab with this thing. Yeah, I mean, for the most of the movie, they honestly just called it a doll. I didn't realize it was like a Russian <laughs> nesting doll until like halfway through the movie. But Dave releases Alfred Molina from the the doll. Uh, Cage comes out and pins him to the ceiling with magic. Man. Molina gets his magic staff and blasts Cage. They have a magic fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah Molina. <laughs> yeah, it was like a shitty awful. Pirates of the Caribbean scene. Yeah. Like, they have the it's exact same vibe of that, like, sword fight with Orlando Bloom and Jack Sparrow. <laughs> nice, yeah. I don't know why I mix character and actor, but, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Molina starts, like, doing fire spells, sets the place on fire. Um, he's trying to take the doll from Dave. Uh, Cage grabs Molina, and they both turn to ash and get sucked into an urn. Dave runs out. His teacher and classmates are outside when he tries to show the teacher the building on the inside. And, like, everything just looks fine, looks untouched. No. And then he pisses his pants in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's what I saw. Dude. I know why they were laughing. Yeah, where's Billy Madison when you need him? <laughs> but you see the one, the girl that he was writing the note to was the only one sympathetic to him. She just looks so. confused yeah. all the time. She's just like, what is going on? So we just cut to 10 years later after all that. Uh, now Jay Bruchel is the grown-up Dave. He's a college student. He runs into Becky uh, in, their, in one of their classes. He walks her to her job at the college. Uh, it's like a radio station there. He fixes some engineering issue. Yeah. yeah, so this is the start of like the forced rom com template. Does nerd stuff. <laughs> yeah, like like they're talking and she's like, Oh, okay, yeah, you're that guy. Okay. But then like something happens that forces him to have to help her out and like that's what the whole relationship is built on. It happens like three times. Because he's he literally is stalking her throughout the movie. Yeah, pretty much. She's like, yeah, you're yeah, stalking I think me? she says it one time. Yeah, she's like, Yeah, doing that? like not in a threatening way. <laughs> Look out, there's a boulder. And then she forgets. <laughs> Uh, so he goes uh, somewhere where he like syncs up her radio station to these big Tesla coils, and I just said, "What the fuck is that?" Um, 
some random people. I did people. not appreciate the Tesla coil. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought that was kind of lame. I don't know. I've seen that, like, way cooler. Just like, yeah, like I feel like it was like, did they just find oh. out that Tesla coils were a thing in this thing? Yeah. You know, like, did their engineers were like, holy shit, we could do this, guys. What's well, a cheap gimmick, probably? Yeah. Yeah, it was like, there I mean, a video where a guy did that, where he, like, started playing a song from his Tesla coil. Yeah. I feel like that was, a, and, like, that was probably big, and they were like, Disney was like, yes. Yeah, I mean, there ends up being a payoff, so yeah. we'll just put that in our pocket. <laughs> it's uh, very true. Some random people <laughs> bought that urn that Cage and Melina got sucked into, and by the way, like their faces are just like, like photorealistic, like on the urn now, <laughs> and it's it's pretty good. And Melina forms from ashes, like right in front of the owners of the urn. Um, asks if he's the first one out. Uh, he is, and he throws the urn out of the window, and that's when Cage starts getting out of it, and he just, like, grabs a ledge, and he's fine. Yeah, dude, he's got Ninja Warrior grip in his fingers. Yeah, just, like, two fingers. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Now we're at Dave's apartment, Melina's there, and once the Grimhold doll threatens Dave with a knife, then sends a pack of wolves after him. Cage turns the wolves into puppies. <laughs> he's he's riding a giant metal eagle. Yeah. Cage and Dave fly away. Dude, some of the magic de decisions in this movie are kind of ridiculous. <laughs> like he oh, could have yeah. killed the wolves, but he turns them into like slightly smaller, similar animals. And when, and then when the train's about to like smash the puppies, he turns them into paper or something. Yeah, they're the, the, the like calendar, yeah, like a puppy calendar or something. <laughs> So they get torn up, and then he turns them back into wolves. <laughs> yeah, once he leaves, they just go back to the original form, and they're dead, mangled up wolves. Oh, yeah. not again. No, I agree, yeah. Some of the magic is uh, is questionable for the situations. Yeah, because it seems like they can do pretty much anything. But they choose they really... to just open doors. <laughs> open doors, or just like, they do a lot of turning things into something else. And it's like, couldn't you have turned... We'll get to this later, but there were better decisions to yeah, be made. Yeah, the utilization of their magic was questionable yeah. at times. Yeah, so, uh, so they're flying away on their eagle. Dave's freaking out. Cage needs mm -hmm. needs Dave to help him find the doll. So I think now they're they're like on the top of some building or something. Uh, yeah. Cage can track the doll. So I said, why does he even need Dave if he can just track the doll? I mean, I don't well, know. I think we addressed that. He's I guess just because he's Merlin's boy or whatever. Yeah. He's got a yeah. He, this is the you're you're a wizard, Harry. This is that moment. <laughs> yeah, they named Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what is what else did he say in that scene when he's like, oh, or you're gonna let him turn you into a pig that just loves physics? So Cage gets his car. Uh, it's been impounded for ten years. It starts right up and it just cleans itself off because of magic. Eh, that callback uh, to Gone in sixty seconds. That Eleanor was it. That's what it oh, looked okay. like. He started up. And he was like, "Oh, she remembers me." <laughs> I was like, "This just looks like Eleanor from Gone in sixty seconds." Uh, so Cage swerves all over the road as a joke. Uh, Molina goes to the store. That he fought Cajun earlier. He uses some like magic vision to see where the doll went. Like you can basically just see like the events of what happened that day somehow. 
uh, an Asian lady picked it up off the street, and he says, "We need to go to Chinatown." Yeah. And why did you see Chinatown? Like, okay. First of all, not all people in Chinatown are Chinese. Second of all, Chinese people live other places. As well. I'm willing to accept that maybe they were next to Chinatown. They're like pretty close. They're within was... like five miles of Chinatown. Yeah, maybe. That's really the only thing I can. You think so, man? He seemed to just look <laughs> at her and be like, Chinatown. He's like yeah. eight years old mentally. Like, I know where a person like that lives. <laughs> I mean, it turns out he's right. Though. Yeah, I know. He was right, but I mean. Well, sometimes you're right. Sometimes you're racist. <laughs> <laughs> Cage gets there first, uh, goes to an antique store and asks about the doll, speaks Mandarin to impress the shopkeeper, smiles and smacks the old lady across the room oh yeah the women hatred continues yeah here we go again <laughs> yeah it was actually alfred melina in disguise gotcha uh, melina released like a an asian wizard I, he throws a bunch of acupuncture needles at Cage, yeah, which... but he shields all of them with his leather jacket. The most ineffective like thing. Yeah, Sick. but like, yeah, it's, oh, my Batman cow. <laughs> He's dressed up like a like a middle school drama teacher. Isn't that funny, guys? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cage. Cage? Yeah. He's got the same <laughs> hairpiece. <laughs> But there was like uh, one of those big like paper dragons out in the street, and uh, this new wizard like turns that into a real dragon. Uh, oh yeah, while a guy's stage. inside of it. Yeah, At least one yeah, guy was, was inside crazy. the paper dragon. Yeah, yeah you never from the yeah. yeah, I thought like they were gonna save the people from inside that dragon. No, they just like become part of it. No, that's crazy. I figured they were in the stomach, <laughs> and he's just digesting them now. No, he just like like his legs became the dragon's legs. Alright. That's a cool trick. Anyway. That was pretty cool. I don't know. The CGI there I thought was pretty cool actually. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it was good. definitely solid. Yeah. Dave tries to use magic. Uh Cage reminds him to clear his mind. The dragon blasts fire at Dave. Dave asks if Nick is insane. And Cage puts out his thumb and index finger as if to say, a little. <laughs> yeah, it was really cute. Also, we kind of skip where the magic is explained. And it's such a stupid trope. Um, when they're driving in the car, Nick Cage is like, you know how humans only use 10% of their brain? Like, okay, this shit again. And he's like, a select few can use 100%. You know, you know how you're so good at physics? Yeah. <laughs> like basically saying because you use 100% of your brain. And through, so through the understanding of physics, they can now manipulate matter is how he explains it. Yeah, You're so good at physics that you can look at something dude, and just manipulate the atoms. Science and magic are they one and the same. I guess so, dude. <laughs> it's a I mean, common I'll, Disney I'll trope into now. They've yeah. fully adopted it once they bought Marvel. They're just like, all right, there it is. It's just funny, like, it's like 10% of your brain, like, just the 10% core in the very inside, and it can, like, expand to use more of it. It's, it just doesn't make any fucking sense that we under they understand this. So, yeah. So Dave uses magic after that uh, to light the dragon on fire, and it falls on the wizard <laughs> that conjured it, and then these cops show up, to investigate and Cage and Dave are now like disguised as cops. 
Dude, I had to pause the movie right there. He found a way to be a fucking cop again. I did. Yeah, I was like, is he a fucking cop in every movie or something? Yeah. Hey, what do you got? Did you see what happened here? You know what? Bottle rocket meets paper dragon in this Asian festival and lit it up like a birthday cake. We got swamped with calls saying it was a real dragon. Between you and me, Cap, I think some of these folks were hitting the Saki pretty hard. Uh, Saki's Japanese, actually. Carry on. He's like, watch this, Dave. I'm a cop. Yeah. I'm a cop. And he fucking, he laid down some sorcery 101, and then he gave him some acting 101. But he was like, I was in character. Listen up, idiot. (laughs) What do you think, like, the Harry Potter spell would be to make you into a cop? Um... Authoritatum Productus. <laughs> do you want to play fill in the blank here, or do you have a spot you want to play fill in the blank? No, we can do it here. In the water, in the truck, on a blanket till the sun comes up, with each other on the riverbank. Yeah, I'll leave it up to you, baby, fill in the blank. So, yeah, uh, Blackie Arrestus. I say, suck my ass just till I cry. <laughs> Your asses? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll do it this time. Yeah, you got it this time. You started it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so. Cage asks for the ring back. Uh, Dave wants to continue training now. Now they're back at Dave's Tesla coil lab. Cage gives Dave a book on magic. It starts out real small, but keeps unfolding until it's huge. Mm -hmm. Pocket edition. Cage creates a fire circle. It's Marlin's circle. He officially takes Dave on as his apprentice. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cage gives him shoes to boost his magic ability. Dave calls them old man shoes, but sees that Nick Cage is wearing them too. Cage has a crazy look in his eye and says, Excuse me? A thousand year old man takes that much offense to this comment of old man shoes. Oh, God. (laughs) He's not an old man. They're about to step into the circle, and uh, Nick Cage is like, Once you go in, you can't come back, or something along those lines. And the kid jokes like, oh, so should I pee first? And Nick Cage just stares him down. <laughs> like he's trying to hold back, like, could you pee? Could <laughs> <laughs> you just pee anywhere in that place? It's like a fucking sewer. Yeah. Uh, so then Cage trains Dave to use the plasma ball attack. Um, Melina is looking for an assistant. Or an apprentice or whatever. Uh, he recruits some like Chris Angel type sorcery reject. Yeah. And Cage and Dave argue about Dave being in love. Uh, Cage is flopping a pickle around real hard. <laughs> yeah, Cage is very jealous of this guy and and Becky. Um, he does not like that they have <laughs> a relationship. Yeah, he's like a like a girlfriend. No, nah, I feel like he's like super understanding. Like what? Like he, the whole time he's yeah. like, "No, nah, I would do the same thing, Dave." That's later. 
when he's talking about like his ex love when he comes to his senses and like I need to stop being close friends with this kid because like she comes over one time and he was about to, like Dave was about to go out and Nick Cage just like I I thought we had plans and then he like <laughs> after he gets rejected for his plans he makes some joke about uh Dave's itch cream yeah. in front I'll of the girl go pick up your anti itch cream please hide hide now please Dave get back here we have important work to do. Just, uh, hi. hi. We should go. Library, any place. Is, is that company I hear? Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Fine. Uh, Becky, this is my, uh... Uncle, Uncle Balthazar. Hey, Dave, I'm confused. I, I thought you and I were staying in together. Right? <laughs> oh, this is a bad time. Yes. Oh, no. Actually. No. No. Uncle, uh, you and I have plans, uh, for later on. Uh, Becky, let's just get out of here. You know what? It's all right, because I just remembered I have to go into town to pick up your anti-itch cream. So, you two stay here. Pleasure to meet you. He's just, a, like, a jealous girl. <laughs> Where he becomes Uncle Balthazar. Yeah. Which is a great <laughs> uncle name. <laughs> Dave runs after Becky. Uh, they get mugged in the subway. Dave runs after the mugger. The mugger says to run back to your girlfriend, and Dave is very flattered. He uses magic to get Becky's stuff back, and then Becky comes over. He uses magic. Dude, he sets, he picks up a trash can. <laughs> he sets it on fire, and he's trying to, he's trying to, like, hit this guy in the head. And it's a black dude robbing him, and they use this trope of, like, black guys loving magic, because the guy turns around. <laughs> Sees the trash can on fire. He's like, "Oh fuck! You seeing this shit? God damn!" And then he finally smacks the guy in the head with the trash can. I feel like that happens a lot. This movie, though, they'll like do something crazy, and it's like, "Whoa, what's going on?" But it just doesn't yeah. work out. And then they just throw a trash can at somebody to knock him out. <laughs> okay, yeah. it's practical. Yeah. Stop polymorphing shit and just hurt it's the just guy. Just throw it at him, idiot. <laughs> That's all you have to do. Oh, also, so this movie's not very violent, but in that, in one of the first scenes where you see the uh, Doc Ock, whatever his fucking name is, <laughs> oh. he is walking across the crosswalk, and some douchebag pulls up and starts honking at him to get out of the way. Yeah. He's like, "Are you addressing me?" Yeah. And then he pulls out his wand and shoots the guy in the head like it's a gun. And you see, it goes through the windshield into the guy's head. And it's like a just the guy got shot in the head, and it's like a the rest of it's such a clean Disney movie. Yeah, yeah. And that was like pretty brutal. He got I was like fucked up his windshield. I thought the guy was still yelling. No, I thought he like that? threw like those knives at him or something. You know, like how he can like fucking throw yeah. knives or what? Yeah, I thought he like threw two knives at him and he like killed it's him. Pretty brutal. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah. shit, did that guy die? <laughs> <laughs> and it felt like a like a drama scene where like there's no not a lot of flash or anything. A guy just gets shot, and then they move on. Like oh, yeah. Chinatown. <laughs> now to Chinatown. All right, so Becky comes over to their their base. Uh, Nick Cage says he's Dave's uncle. He leaves and gathers more stuff <laughs> hidden behind bricks. And. Dave shows Becky his Tesla coil music. Hey, hold on tight and uh, enjoy the show. Dave walks to the university with Becky. 
And he, then he goes to the bathroom. Chris Angel walks in and does some magic to Dave. Just like pins him up against the wall. Alfred Molina takes over, says he's going to kill him. He wants the doll, threatens to hurt Becky. And then Cage shows up and throws Chris Angel at Molina. You want your boy back? Uh, then the mirror turns all liquidy. Molina gets knocked into the mirror. Yeah, we get the Hungarian mirror trick. <laughs> Which I thought was funny, because Horvath, that is a Hungarian name. So I was like, oh shit. Is that nice. why it's a Hungarian magic trick? Because you probably learned it from Horvath. All right. Uh, Dave wants to know who is in the doll. Uh, there's exposition about Morgana, Merlin, the ring... Um, and then we're back at the university. Melina uses Jedi mind tricks to get Dave's info. Like, yeah, it, it, it's yeah, it's just that they even like make fun of it being a yeah. Jedi mind trick. Like, and I don't think they know. had even bought Star Wars yet, and they were still like making those jokes. <laughs> they knew they were about to. Yeah, right. They, yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we're back at Dave's lair. Cage is going to try to possess a dog. Dave says it's not a good time. Becky will be here soon, and I'm standing in a puddle of pop. And is that what he said? Uh, yeah, and he was. It was just a can of Pepsi, just opening, standing right in it. I don't know where the oh. that It was came so from. much effort to clean that one can of spilt Pepsi. Yeah. He like whipped out brooms and mops for everything. That's like a thousand years of him. I mean, it's a big sticky layer. I don't know what Cage was doing there, but he makes the kid clean up his entire mess. That he's made over the last millennium. No, so Dave tries to use magic to clean the room, and it's it's Fantasia. Like it's yeah, just, it's, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's, it's like, like it's literally mops. the same music because yeah. Yeah, so a bunch of mops. If you're not familiar with Fantasia, it's like they flood the whole place instead of cleaning it really, and it's just like an endless number of mops coming in and out with like buckets of water and whatever. And then Becky arrives, and the broom is just going right up Dave's ass. I think. Yeah, it's eating his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about sucking ass till you cry. Holy shit, dude. Well, that's how all their interactions start. Is it go starts off on the wrong foot terribly, and then he saves it with magic somehow. So, it's par for the course. Yeah. For Jay. He asks her to leave, and then Cage saves Dave with a disperse spell. Cage says magic isn't for taking shortcuts, and then Dave quits. Uh, Dave's about to throw his ring off a building, and then Becky finds him, and they reminisce about fourth grade. Yeah, really hanging on to that one time. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dave comes back to Cage to apologize. Cage says it's not necessary. It's time to get back to work, but it's not Dave. Psych. It's Chris Angel, and he blasts yeah. Cage. You could tell by his fingernails. Like, the dude transformed into a completely different human. <laughs> but he forgot the fingernails. <laughs> and they gave Once him away. again, questionable magic choices. Yeah, come on, dude. Finish the job. Finish the yeah, job. Right. Like, what if the kid painting his fingernails? Is is Nick Cage just going to blast him when he walks in? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> Melina knows 
Uh, Cage hid the doll. He finds it with smoke. Cage breaks free, and Melina throws a bunch of knives at him. Dave is there just in time and stops the knives. Yeah. Melina escapes with the doll, and there's a car chase. They both turn their cars into sports cars with magic. There's like a smoky, foggy tunnel part because of Melina. Uh, yeah, this then... was stupid because like, can't they turn it into whatever they want and they're just picking different models of cars? <laughs> like a GTA vehicle select screen. <laughs> like they don't pick anything particularly outrageous. Like they could just make it into a tank or like a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, like, why don't they just fly <laughs> away? <laughs> they're just like one-upping each other with slightly faster cars than the other guy. Yeah, where's your metal eagle when you need it? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Melina uses the Hungarian mirror trick on Cage, and now they're driving in the mirror world. Yeah, so this is the, one of the stupidest parts of the movie. <laughs> the mirror world has no consequences other than words are backwards. And the signs. <laughs> How would they know where to stop and... at a stop sign? <laughs> oh, you're right. Pots. <laughs> Pots? <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, uh, Mr. Doc Ock here, he puts a lot of effort into stopping them from going through another mirror so mm. they can read signs again. Yeah. It's this whole battle over keep keeping them in the reverse world so they're slightly confused by signs. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, how you do they end up. <laughs> they end up, uh, like, hitting a piece of falling glass oh, yeah. to get back into the real world. And... Um, <laughs> Melina starts smashing them with a garbage truck, but he just, like, stops instead of just killing them. Uh, Cage thinks he sees Veronica because of some Melina trick or something. Veronica exposition. It's Cage's love interest. Yeah, so it was a love triangle with Doc Ock, Nick Cage, and Veronica. Man. And they are both trying to get in on that. It was like the, the trinity of sorcerers. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Alfonso, uh, Doc Ock, he got jealous. <laughs> I thought he was into Morgana. No, he well, like no, he left. He like to... left and sabotaged them. Yeah, mm. like yeah, he like yeah, like he loved Veronica, <laughs> but she chose you, Balthazar. I mean, it's Nick Cage. Yeah, what 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 would you expect her to do? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on, I know what I would do. What would you do? Fill in the blank. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Melina steals Chris Angel's soul to become stronger. Uh, uh, he opens a, another layer of the doll, which is holding a witch from Salem. Oh, DJ, did you see that? Well, that scene when he steals his powers. Did you? How much do you think uh, that guy's hero deck is going for on MTG? He steals his powers. Yeah, what he's you talking about? You saw the, the Magic: The Gathering poster at the back. Oh, <laughs> I noticed that shit. <laughs> I wonder how much his hero yeah. deck is. There's a lot of contrast between like real life magic, you know, tricks and Magic: The Gathering, yeah. and then like sorcerers. And again, these guys are old as shit, and they're all they're always making fun of like these people's pretend magic. He, like, breaks into a magic show. Like, you think that's real magic? It's like, dude, you can, like, murder cities. Why are you getting so petty about people having their fun? So, the witch from Salem is at the radio station that Becky works at and, like, sneaks up on Becky and tells her that she would like to make a request. 
and Becky's about <laughs> to leave for the day, so and she said next time. Uh, Cage and Dave arrive for the endgame fight, and they dap up. Uh, the witch had kidnapped Becky, and Melina takes the witch's soul, says he needs one more to free Morgana. Cage and Dave enter the apartment. Cage falls for the Persian quick rug spell. <laughs> and I, I just, I don't know if it's just a rug, but it's like quicksand. I wish they really had done more of those where it's just like, you know, like, oh no, it's the Syrian shish kebab trap, you know, like some kind of <laughs> stupid shit. Like, I wish they had done more of those because Persian quick rug. I think they rug... did a lot of racial shit already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Disney, they don't care. They're yeah, like, no, they're invincible. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just wish they did way more of those. That would have been great. <laughs> Dave finds the doll. Melina is holding Becky hostage. Cage uses magic to, like, link a couple chains together and gets out of the rug. Uh, Dave sees... Uh, or he, he, sorry, he gives Merlin's ring to Melina to get Becky back. Cage is going after Melina. He jumps off the balcony railing are on the balcony railing, Becky freaks out, and Cage just, like, trust falls off the building and is caught by the metal eagle. Oh, yeah. He's trying to impress Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dave tells Becky that he is a sorcerer. Melina is in the park. He opens the final level of the doll. A bunch of sludge pours out and births. Veronica and Morgana, it's kind of like the sack that, like, uh, Neo is in in the Matrix <laughs> that he has to rip out of. Um, she's speaking Latin, I think. Fireballs are shooting all over, creating a big hex over New York. Uh, Cage is hiding in the grass, and it looks pretty funny. Yeah, he, like, hides and... in a water puddle. <laughs> yeah, like it's like he like rolls something out and then like is able to like just like camouflage himself. Yeah, he like still... puts the ran wrap on the yard and then he just jumps in it. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> just be- yeah, he's peeking his eyes out. Can he just summon a box or something to hide in that? Yeah, can he just turn <laughs> himself invisible? I don't understand invisible? how this Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. They always fall for it. <laughs> Yeah, this is a big uh, magic as convenience movie where their powers are limited by what's convenient for the scene. Yeah, it's limited by the writers. Yeah, there's so many writers. Yeah, when I was doing yeah, when I was doing the intro, I was like, oh shit, there were three writers for this? What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> there's probably one in the room like, why is he turning into a tank? Like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> So, Melina and Cage are fighting a little bit with some magic. Uh, the Wall Street Bull statue comes to life and chases Cage, uh, Cage around. And Morgana is completing the spell. Uh, evil sorcerers around the world are beginning to be brought back to life. Dave shows up and Tesla coils the staff out of Melina's hand. Yeah, and this is where you find out that Dave is Neo, basically. He's the... What is it, the Prime Minister? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what it was. It's like Prime something. The yeah. Prime Minister, the Grand of the Grand Merlini. <laughs> but he's got some, some lines in this. He goes, I'm not alone. 
I brought some science with me. You have Merlin's powers, but you don't have his strength or skill. You are still weak. But I'm not alone. I brought a little science with me. And then uses the Tesla coil. Yeah, the Tesla coil, and I was like, no. Like, what does he need the Tesla? I thought he could shoot lightning. I don't understand the constraints. <laughs> um, yeah. And then the Metal Eagle takes out the bull, and Cage sucks Morgana out of Veronica. He's doing like some like spell where he touches his forehead, then her forehead, back and forth until. He I thought he was going to do the waterfall. The face I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> just kept going back and back. Yeah, and then Travolta shows up. <laughs> yeah, so this I was sad we didn't get more of. So we, we only just we just get like one moment that Cage is possessed by Morgana. Oh and I, I definitely think they should have done more. <laughs> That's exactly that was what great. I was thinking, dude. When I saw that I was like, Oh, he finally evolved into like Nick like, you know, final form Nick Cage. <laughs> And then it, Man, you really starved for some crazy Nick Cage. <laughs> He's just looking, yeah. chasing the dragon here. Always, Wicker dude. Man's not even anything. He's, yeah. It's tame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was really digging that whole fused Nick Cage Morgana thing. That was hilarious. <laughs> then, then Morgana just escapes Nick Cage's body really easily. Um, Dave blocks her fire spell. And then he misses a shot, but hits the like electrical shed behind her. Uh, Morgana is kicking his ass, but uh, some like wire snakes start coming out of the electrical shed. <laughs> Dave uses his Tesla coil, and it's super effective. And he blasts off like a bunch of spells on Morgana, and oh, and beats her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick Cage died though, and Dave tries to shock him to revive him, and then he wakes up, and then he makes out with Veronica. Becky and Dave fly to France on the Metal Eagle, yeah. and roll the credits. This would have been perfect for the end of Nick Cage month if Nick Cage actually fucking died there. But it, this movie's just too. Everything good has to happen. All the bad guys have to lose. Good guys win. All the positive prophecies are fulfilled. I mean, they're definitely but, trying to like set this up for like a franchise. Yeah. So yeah, the kid, he uh, he's like, if they can stop his heart, I can bring it back. And he like gets his heart started back up with magic, and he goes straight to Nick Cage's dick as he hops on Veronica. <laughs> and it's like I don't even know if they were husband and wife. I think he just really loved her. <laughs> he just gets up and starts grabbing on her. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what do you expect Nick Cage to do? Yeah, but then you also have the uh, Becky and Dave get together. He's like, he's got the the fucking Drake there, whatever that thing was. What was that fucking bird? It's I'm a retarded. metal eagle. Yeah, the metal eagle. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. a joke, but let's just. <laughs> I can't even name the fucking bird thing. It's too stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a whole thing where he was like. Like, earlier he wanted to know what she had checked, like, girlfriend or friend, and then he was like, I yeah. don't care. Oh, so you're, yeah. you're my girlfriend now. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter now, does it? Grabs it. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... But then she's like, it was girlfriend. <laughs> Credits roll. 
it just and it says D N in big letters. Yeah. I thought they stopped doing that. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> and that oh man yeah that would have been hilarious if they because I think they were trying to do the second one for 2020. I think they were trying to do it before that. That was just like the most recent like. Well, no, like cause that they had scheduled. I saw it because like it, the, like a thing in the movie is ten years to the day. And I think they were trying to do that, where they were like oh, gonna really? release it ten years to the day. That's the second oh, one to come out. <laughs> that people care that much for ten years. Yes, <laughs> dude. I've seen like there people like were wanting. Following. Yeah, like they were wanting like an animated series out of this, and like I would see people a really liked it. <laughs> Not in theaters. But I, I would watch it. <laughs> I don't know why you say. I really don't get why you say things like that. You would watch a sequel <laughs> to this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. There's saying. only so much Nick Cage to around. There's I only so this. many movies and so much time. You want to watch it? Sorcerer's <laughs> Apprentice Two. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, you guys want to do a thumbs up, thumbs down? Oh yeah. Alright. Well. I picked it, I guess, so I'll go first. And I honestly, going into this one, really didn't know what to expect. I was I was anticipating this one being my first thumbs down, but it is not. I give this one a thumbs up. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, it, it is, uh, it, it's, it's marginal. It's, uh, it, it's pretty close. I, I, I'm not sure I would, like, seek this one out again, but... Um, yeah, if it was on, I would probably catch a little bit of cage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm pretty much right there with you. It's a thumbs up, but yeah, like I wouldn't really go out to see this movie again if you know, like maybe pay for it, like DJ. I got the Disney Plus, so it's a lot easier. Yeah, why'd you for out me? me like that, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I think, yeah, marginal is probably the best word for it. It's like, yeah, I mean, it is a cheesy, you know, it's a cheesy Disney movie, but but it's carried by Nick Cage, and I mean, yeah, once again, if you just love Nick Cage, you're going to love this movie. Thumbs up. If I, I could have just looked at this cover, saw it was Disney, saw Nick Cage just looking like he's looking, (laughs) I could have written the whole script and been like 80% accurate for this movie. It's so know, by man. the numbers. There's it's a lot so going shitty. On. Thumbs down. Oh, ouch. <laughs> wow. Jeez. We need to keep record of all of our thumbs up and thumbs downs on like an Excel sheet or something. Well, we have a record now of way too fucking much online. We can go back and check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's all thumbs up for us and then DJs. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I've thumbs up everything so far. I'm honestly trying to get to, like, something that I, I would thumbs down, so. I only have one thumbs down, right? I think, yeah, I think it's the only yeah, one. Yeah, because I, I gave Wicker Man an up, yeah. Thumbs down was uh, Snake Eyes. Yeah, it is. Wow, you actually thumbs down that? I forgot. It's garbage. Well, did you guys have anything <laughs> else on this one? No, where's my sequel? No. Give us the sequel. Yeah. Now. Do it now. Oh. Give it to us. <laughs> we can do... We'll do Sorcerer's Apprentice 2 on the Patreon. Exclusively. 
because I want some money if I'm doing that. <laughs> Live look into the writer's room of Sorcerer's Apprentice 2. to do Val Kilmer month and Daniel is going to be making oh, yeah. the first pick. Um, I decided to do another movie none of us have seen, I'm pretty sure. When, yeah, and uh, going to do The Island of Dr. Moreau. It's got a few people in there. Right. Terrible ratings. It's going to be great. Nice. Yeah, I haven't heard much good about it, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. Should we watch the Val Kilmer documentary first? Oh. Was the Val Kilmer documentary? Yeah, it just came out recently. And uh, we're going to be shitting all over these movies. I wonder if we could just, you know, bring some empathy in by watching his documentary. Mm, Maybe we could be no, a little no. nicer <laughs> about his less than 5% Rotten Tomatoes movie. Is that what we want? We want to be empathetic around I think here. we should be nicer people on the podcast, is all I'm saying. <laughs> Everyone, everyone. I mean, I. <laughs> I don't think I need to make any more effort, but you guys, sure. All right, so join us next week. We're we're trying to be nice Hi. to Bell Kilmer, <laughs> and uh, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review. <laughs> See you next week. Cinefag, it's out.